This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self-defeating behaviours and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Mind Controlled Life podcast with me, your host, Elaine Blidgen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and if you're snuggled up in bed, listening to my dulcet tones to try and lull you to sleep, good night to you. <laughs> I do that, you know, I listen to, I love voices to help me to get to sleep, because me and sleep are not best friends, and so I need every help I can get, so a nice voice Lulling me to sleep is what I need. Anyway, I digress. Hello and how are you? How are you doing today? I hope you're having a good mindset day. In fact, you've had a good mindset week, in fact. I, I'm in a good place today, actually. Just been out shopping, come back, I thought, right, I'm, I'm delayed in my usual routine, but hey, it's all good. And I was thinking, what can I talk about today? And you know what? I was on Facebook. There was a post about all business places, all organisations are exactly the same. So where they are now, they're not happy. Things aren't going well. Their attitude is really low because you could tell from what they wrote. And then I said, well... Given that you've just admitted that things aren't good, why don't you... I didn't say, why don't you? I said, maybe you can see now that looking for another job might be a good option for you, you know, trying to put it that way. So they commented back saying, no, all workplaces are the same. So I said, they're not. There's two things. Of course, you're going to get some places where it's not great to work because the ethos isn't right for you. And you might have leaders and managers who have lost any enthusiasm for the job or basically they're just not nice people and you won't want to work around them. I get that. But in any workplace that is average, you know, just normal, not where you get the bullies, you can actually work anywhere. So one, working in a great place is good. Number two, if you've got the right attitude, you can work anywhere. But think about number one, working in a great place. If you have a poor attitude, what are you going to focus on even in a great place to work? What are you going to focus on? You are going to focus on all the negative stuff that happens, aren't you? So you have to have a combination of two. You have to have the right attitude and you have to have an average place to work. It doesn't have to be great. It can be just good. But with your attitude, you can make it enjoyable and fulfilling and satisfying. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about. What is holding you back from what you want to do in your career or even in your life? Well, let's focus on career for today. If you're waiting for certain circumstance to be there before you can feel okay, be okay, do your best, then you've got a long wait, haven't you? Because that's already telling me and it's telling you that your mindset is not in the right place. It, it can't be. I have not, no, I was going to say I've not had a good time at work, but that's not strictly true. Certain places I worked... 
I thrived. And certain other places I worked, I didn't. And yes, the leadership and the management make a big difference. However, when I look back now and I think about my attitude, that had probably just as big an impact on how I saw what I was experiencing than the negative people that I was around. It's like treading water. If you have the right mindset, then you can tread water in a place that's not ideal. Get the experience that you need and then you get out. If you don't have the right attitude, it doesn't work, yeah? So the question again, if you're waiting for the external situation to be a certain way before you can give what you want to give, you're not going to get it. And the signs that you're doing this is simple. You are in expectation. You're expecting that your manager, your leader, or even if you're the leader, but your senior manager that they have to be in a certain way, yeah? You're expecting that the people that you work around need to be nicer to you or they need to be a certain way before you can feel comfortable. You're expecting that that the work that you're doing works well for your personality. Do you know what I mean? There's all these expectations. And I've always come from a place of... How do I make this work for me? I think mainly because I never really found this fantastic place to work with all these fantastic people. I just found average. And at the moment, as you know, I'm focused now on being an introvert stroke ambivert and how we can thrive in the workplace. Now, I don't know if you're an introvert or an extrovert and or an ambivert, So I don't know how you are coping with what you're going through. But what I do know is that if you are an introvert and ambivert, we have a lot more work to do to fit in in the workplace because as most people are seeing now, the workplace isn't really geared up for the quieter people or for the people who don't thrive in a group situation. And what's interesting for me is I honestly think I was an introvert as I was growing up and now I've gone towards being an ambivert because I never used to be able to be in a team. I would, I I used to hate the idea of teamwork. I just wanted to come in and get on with the, with the job. Now, imagine that I'm an introvert or ambivert, because I've got attributes of both. I go into the workplace and I expect that in a meeting, the leader puts the leader, no, the leader, what's that word? Yeah, makes the way they, they do the meeting to suit my personality style. So we wouldn't have as much discussion. There'd only be one or two of us. There'd only be, we'd have the agenda beforehand. I would have time to formulate my thoughts before I went into the meeting and all of that kind of thing, which is great. Doesn't always happen, does it? So imagine that if I had that expectation and I go to work and it's complete opposite. You have your meeting every Friday. Sometimes it's 
you have spontaneous meetings on a Wednesday, maybe. You don't know what you're going to talk about. So you sit there and you can't say anything because you don't think as quickly as the other people. And you know what it's like as soon as you get into a room where you've got the talkative ones, they will talk. That's what they do. I could sit back and think it's not fair. They should be aware that there are introverts here. They should be aware that we don't work like that. They, 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 they should, 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 should. And all the while, you're the one that is holding back. You're the one that's not getting on. It's like before disabled people had access to shops, they had to make ramps and they had to make sure the lift was working. They had to make it wheelchair friendly. So they had this big push to bring the awareness to make sure that buildings were accessible for all. Absolutely essential. I sometimes feel that being a non-extrovert, shall I say, that we have this expectation too, that we're waiting for leaders and managers to make it the way that works for how our, our brain works. And I wish it was like that, to be honest, but it's not. So what I want to do is help other introverts and ambiverts to be more visible, to be more upfront, to, to say more, to do more in public. And because I know it's hard. And and I know I was thinking about this. I was thinking, well, is it genetic? Is it something that we cannot change? Do our brains work in that way and that's it, we're fixed for life being an introvert or an ambivert? Some people actually believe that's true. I don't know if it's true. Maybe it is. But what I've done is I've come from a place of maybe it's not. And let's just say there are some aspects of being an introvert or an ambivert that are set in stone and they will never change. Is that 100%? Is it? I don't think so. Because I was definitely more introverted as I was growing up. I was never quiet. But what I couldn't cope with was a group of people. I found that so incredibly difficult. I found it even with a couple of people that I didn't know very well. And even to this day, I will walk into a situation where there's a like 10, 20 people. And I will have to sort of stand back and assess it first. I don't just jump straight in. Yeah. Once I'm familiar and comfortable in that situation, then I'm fine. So what I want you to do or yeah I want you to do this actually yes I do want you to do this I want you to think about what you believe about who you are and where you are now whether you're an introvert ambivert or extrovert it it doesn't matter it's what beliefs do you hold now that if you were to change them would open up your life for you even more I don't believe and I choose not to believe that being an introvert or ambivert is fixed. And I had a discussion with someone who said, yeah, no, the science says it is. If the science says it is, and I believe it isn't, I'm going to do things that will make things change. And I have. So I, I'm not convinced that the way we behave is fixed. I am convinced that we can change our perception. 
And if I can change my perception to seeing a group as draining and it's not, oh, I just don't like it, to neutral, just to get to neutral will make a difference, won't it? So that's what I'd like you to do. And, and let me know how it feels to think, okay, I absolutely believe that this is set in stone. But what if it wasn't? What if only 10% of it was set in stone? What if I could play with the 90%? What now? This will open up opportunities for you to do differently than you're doing now. To have more experiences, yeah? Because if you, because you know, you must know by now that the way we think what we believe about ourselves and the situation is exactly what we will see. So if we believe that men who go to football are loud and aggressive, what will we see if we ever go to a football game? We will see men who are loud and aggressive, won't we? But if we believe that men who go to a football game are passionate and enthusiastic, what will we see then? We will see the men who are passionate and enthusiastic. It all depends on our framework, yeah, our perspective. And I refuse to believe that just because I think in a certain way, and people have labelled that as being an introvert or an ambivert, that that's it. I can only be happy, healthy, wealthy and successful within that limited box. And those people who are extroverts, that's it. They, they, The world is their oyster and we will go along and pick up the scraps. No, I refuse to believe that. And that's why I wanted to give you the perspective of asking yourself the question, what if, what if, what you believe about yourself and your capabilities is not set in stone? What if you could play with it and change it and adapt it and tweak at it? What if you could do that? What now? Yeah? And I'm going to leave you with that because if you jump in and actually go with this, it will open up doors for you. It really will. It will make it so that you start to question the things that you're doing now. And then you start to wonder, I wonder if I could do a bit more. Yes, I may feel uncomfortable going into a group of 50 people, but what would it be like if I went into a group of 25? Could I be feel a little bit more comfortable? Or if I went into a group of 10, could I start feeling comfortable there and then work up to 12 and 15? Who knows? Who knows? And that's what I'm going to leave you with. I want you to understand that we're not setting stone. I don't believe we are. I don't care what science says because they don't know me. And I've seen how I've changed by finding those beliefs, yeah? And they've changed what I feel I'm capable of in life. And I want that for you too. So remember, you can live a mind-controlled life. Not because I say so, but because everybody has the capability of utilising their mindset in such a way that it helps them and doesn't hinder them. And I'll speak to you soon.